Next on BYU Sports Nation, bowl eligibility, bold predictions, and bingo for BYU football. We're two-on-one with quarterback Tanner Mangum. How much does he expect to play? We asked him. Plus, are going for two picks for the Southern Utah game. And what would you add to our bingo card? TED Talks on a Friday. Ted Tolner of the Poinsettia Bowl will join us. And Michelle Murphy-Vasconcelos of BYU Women's Soccer on NCAA Tournament Game Day. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, November 11th, the party's here on the west side. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Princeton man Jerem Jordan. Yes, Monday night, Spencer. We're taking on the Brigham Young University Institution of Higher Learning Cougars, yes. You've taken upon yourself the wardrobe as well. Yeah, I should have wore this Monday in honor of Princeton, my bad. Yeah, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> with your top button and your sweater. Kidding. My top button is... Uh, an elitist kind of uh, form of dressing. Hey, you've I guess. gone the top button sweater look twice this week. This yeah. is Princeton wearing off on it you. It comes from my uh, extreme academic background, Spencer. What? <laughs> <laughs> you've never looked at me like that before. <laughs> you shocked me. <laughs> you shocked Weren't me. Weren't you a with communications that. major? Holy cow. <laughs> we welcome all of you again, wherever and however you're dialed in. It's Veterans Day, and we want to give a sincere and huge thank you to all those of you who have served or are currently serving this fantastic nation. This is the independence music, so I think that it's appropriate. We, yes, it is true. Yeah. In reality, the armed forces, uh, we get to do what we can do because of you. And uh, that matters a lot to us, so thank you very much. Yeah, both my parents uh, were in the Air Force. Uh, my sister served as well. I was born on an Air Force base, and uh, that was a big part of uh, my childhood, uh, at least early on. So I really appreciate everything that uh, everyone's done there. And I know there's, there's several BYU fans that are, serve. I mean, by several, I mean tons. But uh, Mark McCready is one that sticks out because he's constantly in the Middle East and tweeting and watching the show, and so we appreciate everyone's stuff, but I did want to, Especially shout out to Mark McCready at absolutely. Nomad Coog. He'll be watching BYU football tomorrow. Oh yeah, absolutely, huge fan. So enjoy your Veterans Day again. A huge thank you to all of you serving and who have served our country. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines: Game day for BYU football tomorrow. BYU will host Southern Utah to kick off a three-game homestand, closing out the regular season. Wall-to-wall coverage live on BYU TV begins with countdown to kickoff at 2 p.m. Eastern, followed by the game and the BYU TV Sports postgame. Yeah, we're, we've got it, so hang out with us. Uh, the fourth-ranked and fourth-seeded women's soccer team hosts UNLV tonight, NCAA Tournament, 9 Eastern time, live on BYU TV. Despite a disappointing four-seed, Coach Jennifer Rockwood and her team are ready to go against UNLV. We're four seed, and, and, and that's all right. We get one game at home, and, uh, you know, we've got UNLV. They're going to be a tough opponent. They haven't been to the NCAAs, I think, for a while, so they're going to be excited and stoked to be there, and we're just ready to roll. Ready to roll is right. 9 Eastern time tonight on BYU TV. Spencer Linton on the call. This is a big game for the Cougars. The season's on the line. I don't think anyone expects BYU to lose this game. I ex- expect BYU to win it, but the risk is there, and that's the fun part. It's the tourney, baby. I'm excited, and... 
Imagine UNLV. You win the conference, and your prize is to play a road game. BYU number four BYU on the road, <laughs> who has an unbelievable crowd, an unbelievable setup. The game's on national television, so good luck with that. Looking forward to that NCAA tournament soccer tonight on BYU TV. Last night, 12th-ranked BYU women's volleyball beat up on Gonzaga in four sets. Mary Lake had 28 digs. She brought a shovel. 11 in the first set alone. McKenna Miller had 12 kills. The Cougars, 20 kills, rather. The Cougars are now tied for first place in the West Coast Conference after 7th-ranked San Diego lost to Portland in five sets last night. That's awesome. They're in a tie. Senior day for the Cougars tomorrow, 3 Eastern, against the upset-minded Pilots, who beat BYU in five sets in the Northwest. The Cougars have to take care of business against a team that's feeling really good about what they just pulled off. Keep Portland weird, that's what I say. And Jimmer Fredette dropped 51 points last night with the Shanghai Sharks. He had nine three-pointers. He also had ten rebounds and six assists in the win. The opposing team actually had Carlos Boozer on it. So, there's, yeah, there's actually a good player on the other team. Jimmer dropped 51 on whoever he was playing that included Carlos Boozer. Yeah, and his sprayed-on hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You remember that? Wow, you yeah. That? How do you not remember that? Yeah, you can't unsee certain things. <laughs> Jimmer's averaging over 40 points a game, by the way, through five. <laughs> how long, that, how long can he maintain it? I think, yeah, I think he'll be in the 35 range. 40's a lot, man. Really You fun. just get tired. You just, like, you just get tired from making buckets. That's something Jimmer and I have in common. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that elitist outfit said, said and no, mentality is nobody. really, really getting to Jerem today. I, did I mention it was a video game? I didn't mention that part, did I? <laughs> Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Bowl eligibility, bold predictions, and BYU Sports Nation bingo. That's a bingo. Indeed it is. All three of those items are in play on Saturday. A BYU win over Southern Utah will make the Cougars 6-4 and four and bowl eligible and put them in wonderful, beautiful, one of my most favorite cities in all of America, San Diego, in December. Excuse by me. by the Germans. San Diego. A Mountain West Conference opponent will await BYU in that poinsettia bowl game. Now, as for bold predictions and BYUSN bingo, those will kick off right now with Jeremy and I making our weekly going for two picks. Game on! Can you predict the future? Nope. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. All right, here's how it works. We decided this season to put in two predictions for each game. We call it Going for Two, brought to you by BYU Dining Services. They're bold in nature, and Jeremy and I are held accountable every Monday or whenever the next show is after the game mm-hmm. on whether we were right or not. I And this will carry into basketball season. have eight correct selections. Jeremy has seven. Yeah, that's, that's a good way of saying it. Let's we don't not, have to say how many. No, we've yeah, this, I've picked eight <laughs> correct things, and Jeremy's picked seven correct yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Jeremy, I'm going to give you the honors. You go first. What are your going for two picks? Okay, BYU will force three or more turnovers. I think the Cougars will turn over Southern Utah a bunch. Okay, and then I think a player not named Jamal Williams will rush for over 100 yards. So Squally I, Canada, I do. Bo Hodge, anybody, Taysom right? Hill, it, somebody else. On BYU's team, not named Jamal Williams, <laughs> will rush for over 100 yards. Okay. okay. Those are my two. I actually think that's bold, man. 
Yeah. I've never thought these need to be bold. I just thought they need to be bold enough. Like, bold to me. Like, when you say bold predictions, I think of some crazy stuff, mainly because of Brian Logan. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Brian Logan has he's, skewed he's, bold predictions. He stretched the bounds of what we thought bold predictions There are be. bold predictions, and then there are Brian Logan yeah, predictions. Yeah, then there are Brian Logan predictions. Good. We need a whole B-Lo other segment. predictions. Yes. My going for two begin with this. BYU will pass for more touchdowns than they will run for as a team. Now, that'd be awesome. I, that one's really bold. Are you going to... You should use that one Saturday. I'm feeling good about it. You're using okay. a different one Saturday. And my second, BYU will lead by 21 points or more at halftime. Now, that doesn't feel like a lot. But 21? Southern Utah trailed Utah 17 to nothing at the half. And this team going against a BYU offense that does not move fast. Now, if BYU is still playing the go-fast, go-hard offense, that, that would not feel very bold to me. BYU kind of starts slow, and their offense is not built to move quickly. So they could be up 28-7 to 7 or 24-3 to 3 or 21 to, that to would, nothing. That would be a really disappointing halftime score. 28-7 to 7 yeah. would be disappointing? Against, against a 5-4 and four FCS team at home? It would be disappointing? 21-plus? Mm-hmm. That's it? That's all you got? Really? Starters? From the starters. How long do the starters that's play? All you, that's all you have. I'm just saying, 21-plus because of... The only other context yeah. I have for BYU and Southern Utah this season is what the Thunderbirds did against Utah. I know well, was, they have nine games of play. I know it was game number one, but that's against a Division One opponent, right? It was nine weeks ago, bro. I don't care. That's the context that I'm going off of. And BYU has start. They start slow. When has BYU had 28 points in any game at halftime? I don't know because the offense has not been explosive. This exactly. Year. So that's why I said twenty-one guess what? plus. This is the worst team BYU will have played. I they agree. Have more than twenty-eight. I agree. Half. And well, twenty-one. Go out and that's do it. work. Go out and do work and do it. Oh, the expectations is really low for that offense, man. Twenty-one plus in the first half to be against up by twenty-one an, a, against a five and four FCS. How team. many possessions will they have? They that's might have. It. They, BYU had three possessions in the second half against Cincinnati. And that was, that's like the minimum amount possible. Okay, so if BYU had four reali- possessions against Southern Utah and they scored touchdowns on all those, it would be 28. So it's going to take like, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to need like all that possession. You're going to get to third down like 10 times in the know. first half with Southern I Utah. I don't know. I think your expectation is pretty low for BYU's offense. Well, I hope that I, I hope Did you hear that, that offense? Right. Spencer only thinks you're going to lead by 21. At halftime? <laughs> that's it. Against an FCS team. I don't care who it is. It's an opponent that's going to be playing hard. And they're, they, playing hard's overrated. They what if were you just almost stink? down 10 to nothing against Utah at halftime. Utah! Utah's it's offense an, is very different. It's from an week in-state one game. Did connections are weird. Emotions like are high. Points. Emotions are high for this team because there are a ton of connections. Like They will play harder against BYU because of everything that goes into this game. Okay. It's just a little low for me. All right. Well, good. It's low for you. It's still my prediction, and watch it not come true. So if BYU's not up by 21 plus at halftime, what are you going to say then? Wow. What a <laughs> lame first half from the <laughs> offense. That's what I would say about that. Okay. Good enough. Good enough. All right. With the going for two predictions out of the way, brought to you by BYU Dining Services, chef-driven, student-powered. Now it's time that we bring back a tradition that reigns supreme on this show. Every time BYU football hosts an FCS team, like they will on Saturday, and it's on BYU TV, we create a BYU Sports Nation bingo card that you can play along with during our wall-to-wall coverage, including... 
the pregame show, which starts at 2 Eastern, countdown to kickoff, the game live on BYU TV, and the BYU TV Sports postgame. So basically, you need to be dialed in from 2 Eastern to 7 Eastern to see if you can black out this bingo card. Squares have the potential to be filled in any time in that block, which brings us to our Twitter question. What square would you add to this year's BYUSN bingo card? Use the hashtag BYUSN. We'll tell you what squares we have, okay, in just a second. But at DYoung1993, a Dave Rosen basketball team reference immediately following a Corbin Kafusi sack. That's a good one. Okay. That's solid. At Kugbaka, O-line improvement mentioned. Hashtag reap rewards next year. Yeah, Blaine, I can hear Blaine Fowler saying that right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> at Greg Rosenhan, punt and kicking and loving every day. At Johnny Lanhan. His country song. Yeah. Please don't mention that. <laughs> that's been mentioned enough. Okay, let's run through some of uh, our, our squares here, some of our favorites. We have a Tanner Mangum touchdown pass. A BYU running back runs for 100 yards. That kind go. of is in line with uh, one of your going for two picks. Now we're talking. BYU winning out. In the regular season, you, you skipped a is mentioned. One. Oh, BYU goes up seventeen plus. Yeah. So with my going for two prediction, that should be happen by halftime, right? It should happen in the early second quarter. I hope it does. Squally Canada TD. Johnny Linehan punt. Spencer Linton used the word elite after the vote this week. Absolutely, I'm using elite tomorrow. Butch Pau smiling. Just smiling. I wish in we general. had a Butch Pau cam so we could know. Kainakua pick. SUU scores. If they uh, score points. If they score at all. The BYU defense scores. BYU has a 40-plus yard pass play. Don't they have two all season? They have two. Two. One played last game. Both to Jonah Trinaman. Free square. Kalani Satake is shown on the sideline wearing royal blue. There you go. (laughs) That's a solid free square. The Warner Brothers are mentioned specifically. Ty Detmer and his Heisman Trophy are mentioned. Did he win? I didn't know that. Mention of Ed Lamb as the former SU coach. That, that was supposed to be the free square, I think. Blue goggle reference. A BYU QB throws for over 200. Poinsettia Bowl mention. That one's tricky. That one is tricky. That's a hard one. 200 yards. Wow. Red Almond makes a field goal, a catch by a BYU tight end. Jamal Williams dances. Yes. We'll see how much Jamal plays. A Donald Trump reference. Yeah. <laughs> you th- yeah I bet Dave makes one. Dave McKay. <laughs> Taysom Hill, touchdown pass, and Brian Logan at some point says, Swag. Swagoo could also apply yeah. for that one. As, so so you know. pay attention. Uh, print out your bingo cards. Uh, we will update it throughout uh, the game at BYU Sports Nation. So we'll have some fun during the Southern Utah game. Because sometimes these games can be a little less engaging in the second half. We're here for you. That's why we made this. What square would you add to this year's BYUSN bingo card? At Googs53 says, a mention that all BYU losses came by a combined eight points. That's a really good one. Maybe we should have put that one I like one on that there. one a lot. That's fantastic. Yeah. Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, we are two-on-one with Mangum P.I., Tanner Mangum. But first, we talk to the man in charge of the San Diego Bowl Game Association. Ted Tolner joins us. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on BYU TV. Happy Friday. Hope you're enjoying Veterans Day as well. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation, and when you chime in, use the hashtag BYUSN. Hey, the pregame game and postgame are on BYU TV tomorrow, so check it out starting at 2 Eastern time. Southern Utah on BYU when the Cougars win. Yeah, I said win. Uh, the Point Steady Bowl will invite uh, BYU on the field. We'll have that uh, in the postgame. Should BYU win, uh, I'll show a little respect there, uh, after this game. 
Our BYU Sports Nation bingo card is out for all to consume and play along with during our wall-to-wall coverage tomorrow. Our Twitter question today, what square would you add to this year's BYUSN bingo card? At our greenhouse says, Nakua Interception. It's on there. It's on there. Kai Nakua pick is on the bingo card. Absolutely. It's five this year. At Kugbaka says, fake punt by Johnny Linehan from the BYU 2, and it works. (laughs) (laughs) I... I want BYU to give Johnny Linehan a redemptive moment. Yes. Nothing can redeem that play, but it would be a redemptive sort of moment. He did what he was asked to do, right? He did what he was asked to do. Yeah. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, he was the quarterback coach here in 1981 for BYU football. Now he's the president of the San Diego Bowl Game Association, Ted Tolner, joining BYU Sports Nation. Ted, it's nice to have you back on the show. Good morning, guys. Always good to talk to somebody up there in Cougar country. Hey, we're looking at your picture with that uh, bright red poinsettia bowl blazer on. Are you wearing that right now? No, they would like me to wear it all the time, though. But no, (laughs) that's our official uniform. I hope the red doesn't offend you guys. No, because we know it's not from Utah. So, yeah, it's it's all good. Well, we've had that that problem before, though. (laughs) What what are preparations like for you and the bowl game? And I know you guys do the holiday bowl as well. Uh, but as you prepare for what could be an invitation tomorrow afternoon to BYU, should they beat Southern Utah? Well, we're sure hoping that happens because over the years, uh, I don't think there's been a university that has done as much for our bowl association, whether it be holiday bowl or poinsettia bowl, than BYU. You just look at the number of times and the great games that we're looking forward to. But but the preparation from, from my new standpoint, you know, as a coach, all you worry about is trying to get your team ready to win enough games so your players can go to a bowl game, your alumni's happy, and your coaches are happy, and your administration. But now I'm on the other side of it where, you're, you know, there's a, there's a lot more to the preparation and organization so that the fans that come to a game enjoy the game more than just the football game. You know, all the things that go around a bowl week are all new to me. Coaching, you don't you don't really have to worry about any of that stuff. You just need to win games. What's the plan tomorrow if BYU wins in terms of an invitation being extended? Well, the plan is to extend it. I mean, we they will officially have six games with two left, and, and uh, if they win tomorrow, they have a possibility to get to eight. But either way, six qualifies them. And, and we want to make the official invitation to them because we're excited. I mean, every time BYU has come down here and been part of our bowl games, it's been a success. And uh, so the reputation of the university is outstanding. And I look at this team this year, see, even though they're sitting there at five and four, the four losses became by a total of eight points against very good teams. Uh, it's a good football team. It's got great resilience. Which Mountain West opponents are you looking at as potential candidates against BYU in this game? Well, you know that that the, the games remain to play will determine that. But we're we're if I had to just say right now where I think the odds are, I believe between Wyoming, Air Force, San Diego State. Now, there's also other schools that could could fit in depending how the games unfold. But those would look like the leaders now, and depending how that unfolds, and I I don't say Boise State. Boise was here last year, and I think uh, you know even though they have an excellent record, they could also fit in that picture. But we believe it'll be a combination of Air Force, Wyoming, San Diego State. You might put Colorado State in there. They have enough games, so it's still wide open there. But it's going to be a good opponent, and will make I, I think a heck of a, a good football game. Given the following that BYU has and Boise State being in the West, 
would a rematch intrigue you at all because of maybe the buzz and the hype and the ticket sales that would go around something like that? You know, that's a good question. You know, we felt like no in the fact that the schools may not want to have a repeat game. And so right now that is not a priority, but as we all know, in the bowl game, uh, the way they unfold, you never really know until it's final. All we know for sure is that boy, that Brigham Young qualifies if they win their sixth game, which we hope is tomorrow, and they're going to be one side of it. The other will have to shake itself down. What's it like uh, from the, the Bowl Game Association in terms of how it shakes out for you guys? Because there's potential, should Western Michigan lose, maybe San Diego State uh, is a group of five representative. Uh, does does is there a certain pick for certain bowls like is Vegas one and Poinsettia Bowl two or something? Well, that, that's basically how it is. I mean, there's, there's the commissioners are involved, and there's a little more to it. But the only chance for someone to get in to the the Cotton Bowl, you know, in in that situation, is you have to be the league champion and be the highest rated team of which you just mentioned. Western Michigan is. You know, so, you know, still an outside chance would be Boise State, a very good chance if San Diego State ran the table and Western Michigan lost. That would be the choice of all the schools would be to go to the Cotton Bowl. After that, it's really that combination of Las Vegas Bowl and the Poinsettia Bowl. And then there's other people that the commissioner gets involved with trying to get the other Mountain West teams placed. So that's where it becomes a little bit uncertain. Ted Tolner, the president of the San Diego Bowl Game Association, with us on BYU Sports Nation. What activities are planned for BYU fans if and when they attend San Diego and the Poinsettia Bowl? You know, that, that again is something, the bowl games with 41 bowls. Now, this is something new to me also, is that you need to have, you need to provide more for the fan experience than just the football game. And that's, that's new to me. I've always come from, well, let's put on a great football game. That's all you need, and the fans will enjoy it, and their families will enjoy it. Well, the competition is getting to the point now where we are adding a fan fest. We've got parades. We've got downtown activities. We've got discounts on tickets to restaurants that are all part to make the fan ex- to enhance the fan experience in addition to the game. So there's going to be plenty of things going on, whether it's uh, – you know, students coming here or adults and their families and kids, we're trying to do that so that we can have the quality game and a fan experience in addition to it that when they go home they say, hey, that was really fun, regardless of the outcome, even though each university wants to win the thing. Yeah, all I heard was BYU football in the city of San Diego. That's all I needed. I don't even need to know the opponent, to be honest, uh, and, and I want to be there. San Diego State has played in the Poinsettia Bowl every other year the last couple of years. Is this a situation where uh, if they don't make a group of five game that maybe you'd want to try and get San Diego State in this game again after that 2012 game was such a good game between those two? Well, you know, I have, I would love that. Just I know we're talking personally now because coaching, I coached actually 16 years at San Diego State as a coordinator and a head coach, and, and I always thought the BYU-San Diego State game was great fun. Even though they won more than we did, it was a great <laughs> challenge. And, and the rivalry was, was really good. So, but, you know... Any of those three, the teams we talked about, I think will make an outstanding football game and one that BYU would be happy to be part of. That that opinion about San Diego State and BYU is, is a personal one that I think would be outstanding, but we'll see again how it all works out. What's the weather like in San Diego in December, Ted? 
Well, if it's like today, my wife and I just took a walk this morning before I get ready to go to the airport here, and it is going to be 80 degrees on the water today. <laughs> it's like summer. Now, I can't, we can't guarantee that in December. The game being on December 21st, you know, that, right, that before Christmas time in there. But normally it's pretty good. I mean, our winters are, are pretty good. We're not a heavy rain. We don't have that, that white stuff that comes down, as you know, that you guys get. But it's... The odds are that it'll be good, but there's been times when the game has had rain, but it's 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 been far far less than having real nice weather. Fantastic. Well, we're going to hope for uh, low seventies and sunshine. <laughs> well, we are too. We want you to have a great time, and and we're going to hope that the teams will put on the the competition of the game, and we're going to try to provide all those other things so that it's a a real good fan experience. Ted, it's great to talk to you again. We appreciate the insight into uh, BYU's potential opponent and the invitation that the Cougars are hoping they receive tomorrow. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Hope to see you guys tomorrow. You All got right. it. Bye-bye. Ted Tolner joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. And when he said he's headed to the airport, I'm assuming it's, it's to come here. he's coming to the game yeah. at BYU. Yes, uh, because if BYU wins, the plan, as he mentioned, is to invite BYU on the field. Uh, and that's a great bowl game. He's right. BYU's done so much. Uh, there's so much history there, right, in San Diego. And so you went to the Poinsettia Bowl uh, back in 2012. That was, that was a, the Kyle Vannoy fourth quarter. Of course, all those holiday bowls, BYU helped build up the holiday bowl. It's a great setup. It really is. I'd like to see BYU play in the holiday bowl again someday. It's cool to be in the Poinsettia Bowl, but yeah. like with all of the tradition that they have there, it'd be fun to see them go back. At You'd some point. two Power 5 conferences to step aside. Uh, Big 12 and Pac-12, I think. Up next, we're two-on-one with sophomore quarterback Tanner Mangum. How much does he expect to play tomorrow? BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by BYU Dining Services. Chef-driven, student-powered. Welcome back on a Friday. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision Bingo! live on BYU Radio. Simulcast on Brigham Young University Television. That's right. We'll be live with a uh, Facebook Live Q&A coming up uh, on the BYU Sports Nation Facebook page, 2 Eastern today. So prep yourself before you wreck yourself. 2 Eastern time. You can ask (laughs) any questions you want. Come hang out. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. Game day eve for BYU football. The Cougars will host Southern Utah tomorrow. Wall-to-wall coverage live on BYU TV. National audience. 55 million homes nationwide. Watching Countdown to Kickoff starting at 2 Eastern, noon Mountain Time, followed by the game with Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler on the call. And then we will pick up the BYU TV Sports post game, a five-hour block of BYU football. And, oh, by the way, we've created a bingo card for you to follow along with. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Poinsettia Bowl invite, potentially Tanner Mangum. We could finally see him throw a pass. So exciting game uh, setup. Exciting setup for tomorrow. Uh, the fourth-ranked and fourth-seeded women's soccer team, they host UNLV tonight. 9 Eastern time, first round of the NCAA tournament. We've got it live on BYU TV. Huge game for the Cougars tonight. My spidey sense is calling for multiple goals. They from... have they have scored, outscored their opponents, what, 14-0 the last three? 54-9 to this yeah. season. This team, uh, Jennifer Rockwood, if you missed earlier this week, said this is the best women's soccer team in BYU history, and that is saying a lot. Woo! Watch the Cougars again tonight, 9 Eastern on BYU TV. 12th-ranked BYU women's volleyball beat Gonzaga in four sets last night. Mary Lake had 28 digs. McKenna Miller led with 20 kills. The Cougars are now tied for first place after a shocking upset by Portland in San Diego in five sets. So the Cougars control their own destiny to win another West Coast Conference title, at least a share of that. Senior day for the Cougs tomorrow, 3 Eastern, against 
the Portland team that just upset San Diego. And Jimmer Fredette dropped 51 last night. I say last night. It was a few hours ago. With the Shanghai Sharks, he had nine three-pointers, ten rebounds, six assists as well in the game. Carlos Boozer played on the team Jimmer was playing against. There you go. 51. That's impressive. Hasn't he gone for 50-plus before, and weren't you there? I was there. It was against yeah. New Mexico. It was 2011. <laughs> it was in Vegas. And he did it with uh, no free throws. So we had the opportunity to go two-on-one with uh, the heralded sophomore backup quarterback, Tanner Mangum, in preparation for Southern Utah and asked him a bevy of questions, including how much does he expect to play? Does he ever ask Taysom Hill if he wants to come out of the game? (laughs) And what's the deal with Mangum P.I. and that mustache? We're two-on-one. Take a listen. Tanner, I just want you to know that we put out our presidential nominees and maybe you heard this but i i picked you as the president and eric mika as my vice president of byu sports nation how do you feel about that it's an honor it's an honor to uh, to accept the nomination and I'll, uh, I'll do the best i can but this was pre-mustache though i don't think you knew about the mustache so how does that change things oh that adds that adds more legitimacy to the to the selection does it right? tell us about the mustache i don't know it's just just for a month i don't think it looks good on me but uh, i gotta have fun with it some of the guys are doing it so i figured why not the whole month the whole month of November, yeah. Who has the best mustache right now on the team? Probably size is getting pretty good. Uh, healthy. It's getting healthy. Nick has always had a little, a little one. It's, it's, <laughs> it needs some work. But uh, I'm hoping mine can, can catch up. We'll see how it goes. Okay, Southern Utah this week. The, the hope is it's an FCS team. You get a nice lead. We get you into the game. What's been the conversation like of getting you into this game? Yeah, pretty much that, you know, and just like every other week, you know, there's always, you have that same goal of being able to get up on a team and be able to put in your, you know, your second string guys just to get guys reps. So same mentality, you know, being able to be prepared going into the game and hopefully we can, you know, get off to a quick start, but we're not going to overlook them. You know, we got to be smart. You know, they're a good team. They're a good opponent. So we're not going to overlook them at all. So we just got to go in, do our job, play our game, and then, uh, you know, just be ready to go from there. Obviously, you've had plenty of full-speed reps. You've started against major programs, but this is a different offense, and there's something to getting those full game speed reps in a new offense. So what do you expect, and what do you hope to see from yourself on Saturday? I just ex- expect to, just to go out there and lead the offense and make good decisions, you know, not, not play beyond myself, you know, just go out there and, uh, and run the offense. And, and that's what Coach Detmer talks to us. You know, he tells us that all the time, is just to go out there, Make the reads, run the offense, and you don't need to, you know, go above and beyond. So I think that's kind of how I've been treating practice each week, you know, the whole season. You know, every day I just go out and do the best I can. You know, I've got a, you know, ways to go to keep learning and keep improving. So you know, if it if it comes on Saturday, some playing time, that'd be great. You know, to be be able to get some some full speed game reps, you know, that'd be fun. And you know, it obviously would be would be awesome to do that. But uh, not going to do anything, you know, more than that, more than than what I'm asked. I know you're always ready, but are you hoping the offense like puts up 28 in the first quarter so you can get in in the first half as opposed to maybe the second half? No, absolutely. You know, I, of course. You know, that's how it is every game. Every game, I'm hoping <laughs> we, we get up by a lot. And and uh, but uh, you know, I think we're doing we're having a good week of practice. You know, I mentioned before. You know, not overlooking these guys. We're, we're preparing. We're coming out, and staying sharp, staying mentally, uh, you know, focused. And uh, but no, that'd be awesome. You know, if we can go out and and, and play well and execute like the, like the way we we're capable of. I think we can see some good things. Not everyone gets to watch BYU football practice. In fact, it's very limited viewing to coaches and some administrators and obviously players. But you see it every day. Where do you feel like you have gotten better 
from the start of fall camp to this point in the season? Uh, I think you know I still got a long ways to go with this, but just being able to read read coverages and then be able being able to you know, distribute the ball accordingly. You know, we've got a you know, it's a pretty complicated offense, pro style offense, and, and our defense you know has some you know it's, it's a pretty good defense. So being able to go against them and and being able to you know face that type of talent every day and, and then you know read the coverage and, and just being able to to stay solid mentally. I think that's the the biggest thing is this you know it requires a lot of mental preparation watching film and being able to know pre-snap what I'm doing you know pre-snap where, where am I looking to go here and then obviously being able to, to adjust as the play goes on so it's just, it's just it's a lot going on mentally so just being able to slow it down and being able to to focus on my reads and do that I think I've I've gotten better at but I still obviously have you know still have there's always room to improve you know you're never at the top of your game so at the you know midway point of the season, Michigan State, everyone's thinking, okay, maybe there's a chance to uh, Tanner Mangum redshirts. Was there never a chance you would redshirt because you did come into the game, you kneeled the ball down, and then you tweeted after, I was never going to redshirt. Yeah, I, I think obviously, you know, it's um, you know, and, and people mean well, and, and it's, it's a compliment, you know, it's, it's, you know, people saying that you know they they'd like to have me here for a few more years, but you know, I just I'm already 23, you know, I'm already a little bit older, and uh, you know, I've already played a year, so there's no real need you know for me to redshirt and uh so so you know for me then that was never the plan going in and then obviously as the season goes on you just have to you know roll with it game by game and and you can't predict what's going to happen or how each game is going to go so each game i'm I'm, you know if if i'm called upon then i'll be ready to go in and and do my best but as far as uh as redshirting you know that's not really the plan so i'll just make the make the most of the reps i do get and uh you know prepare myself for for each week and then on on the next season as well this is obviously an exercise in patience for you because, in a weird way, your years maybe got flip-flopped. You were thrown in, thrust into the spotlight last year and, and excelled, and then uh, you've kind of had to be patient this year. Not kind of. You've had to be patient this year when you know that, like, I know I'm good enough to play and I can go do this. So how have, how have you been able to handle that mentally and be patient this year? Well, I think you just have to do the best you can to think you know big picture and think beyond yourself and it doesn't mean it's easy you know it, you obviously I, I'm a competitor I love to play I want to compete and help the team win so obviously you know, no one enjoys just have you know just watching you know you want to be able to go in and, and, and do something you know to contribute but uh, you know I just have to always remind myself that you know it's not about me it's about the team and uh, you know more than happy I love to support these guys I love this team love the guys on on that, that I'm playing with every day so you know I just I just think about that you know and, and think about the uh, the group as a whole and then also just you know my preparation to use it to my advantage to be able to get better in practice be able to learn from coach Detmer learn from Taysom learn from learn from the guys around me and not let it uh, get me down and not let it change the way I play or prepare and you know I, it's got to stay me you know stay stay positive obviously it's um, you know it's uh, a, a, like you said, a different situation, uh, you know, compared to last year. But then you just got to adjust and be able to. To I kind of just take things day by day, you know, just focus on what I can control and, and focus on, um, you know, the, the the task at hand and I'm doing the best I can to do that. And and it's been been a, been a good season. I've learned a lot for sure. Give us an idea of what it's like to be in the quarterback room there with all the guys, with, with Taysom yourself and and Ty Detmer's leading the charge. What is that like? <laughs> It's pretty cool. It, it, there's a we have a good camaraderie in, in that group. You know, we all get along really well. We're all close friends. Bo, Coy, Taysom, myself, and Coach Detmer. It's it's a fun group. We get along really well. And then it's just being able to to soak up all the knowledge we can. You know, 
from Coach Detmer, he he's been he's been in, you know he's played in the NFL for 14 years. He's he's coached a lot. He he knows the game. So just being able to soak all that in from him is is pretty cool. And sometimes. I feel like I'm really behind, and I've got a long ways to go. Like I thought I knew a lot about football, but I feel like now I don't. <laughs> it's like t- taking me back to to elementary school, you know, just being able to learn learn the basics of the game. But it's cool, you know. It was a special opportunity, and definitely doing my best to make the most of it. Can you understand it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, but it took a few months. Took a little bit, you know, just, just to get the, the Texas slang down. But uh, no, it, it, he's fun. He's at first. I've talked about this before. When, when, when we in the spring, when we first started working with him, I I wasn't used to his sense of humor. You know, I, he's, he's very sarcastic and can give you a hard time, and I wasn't used to that. And uh, but now I feel like I'm getting getting the hang of it, and we can kind of dish it back and forth. So it's, it's pretty it's pretty fun. Little different than Robert and I. <laughs> what are your conversations like with Taysom Hill during the games on the sideline while? the team is in the midst of a battle you know I, I i don't say too much uh just you know he he uh you know he and the offense they're they're, they're kind of let the coaches coach you know obviously if i see some things that I, I can you know we, we can talk a little bit about it um talk about some plays you know you know ask him you know, what he what he saw there what he did there and and um but i, I try not to interfere too much just because in, in the heat of the, of the battle you kind of just want to stay focused stay in the zone but uh you know he he and the offense are, are, and the coaches, the coaching staff in particular, they, they do a good job of making sure we come off the field and we, we know what we're seeing, we know what we're, we're getting, and then just being able to, to adjust. And um, so it's it's a uh, you know each week we obviously try to improve, try to get better. So we're just trying to trying to build and, and finish strong these last few games at home. Do you ever say, man, you look pretty tired? Like, do you want to sit out a series? Like, you cool? <laughs> he never gets tired. <laughs> that's seriously, he, he's one of the toughest guys I know. You know, he, you know, he's playing through pain, playing through little little dings here and there. But you know, he he's uh, you know he, he he plays through a lot. So, but I'll, you know, ready to go as as always. You know, and but uh, he's tough. Sometimes I think that he takes some hits, and I'm like, oh man, like is he gonna get up? But he gets right back up, pops up, and then runs and trucks a dude. And you know, he's uh. He's a fierce competitor, so it's pretty fun to watch sometimes. You realize that if you warm up on the sideline, that people think you're going to maybe come in because that happened at the end of the first half. Yeah, well, people watch. I th- I do it every game. Like I'm always throwing. Like, <laughs> and if you watch like NFL games, the quarterbacks are always throwing on the sideline, yeah, yeah. regardless. You know, it's just you got to stay warm. You know, you got to <laughs> keep the arm loose and what just, you do because you're standing the whole game. You got the headset right. on. You kind of get a little stiff. So it's yeah. just it's just good to throw the ball around. Does it mean I'm going in? I'm just <laughs> so everyone calm down. I'm just, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter is blowing up, man. You know, and just playing catch. You know, all the all the media guys like to stir up some controversy. And Mingham's going in, but it's like, no, I'm just throwing the ball. Throw left-handed. Next time, be like, Tanner Mingham can't even use his right arm. And I'll just start throwing underhand now. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, before you go, I don't know if you're aware of the 1980s hit show Magnum P.I. Okay. Very good. You you are Mangum PI right I, I'm now. I'm getting there with, with the stash. <laughs> I, I might be able to get there. He is Mangum PI. I have a, I have a picture of that. Someone last year did a Photoshop of my face on Magnum PI. So yeah. maybe I'll have to whip that out and do a comparison. Yeah, do a comparison. You got compare. the stash. It's come full circle, man. Yeah, we'll see. Keep I'm it trying up. to get to my dad's level. He my my mom my mom married my dad with a mustache. It was thick. Oh. So I'm. That's what convinced her. I guess so. She liked it back then. <laughs> she doesn't like it now. But times change. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma to go and play well on Saturday, okay. man. Thank you. Appreciate Tanner, it. Thanks for the time. Okay. 
two-on-one with Tanner Mangum, the backup quarterback for BYU, and we hope gets to see some significant time on the field tomorrow against Southern Utah. If he doesn't, there's a real issue. What <laughs> square would you add to this year's BYU Sports Nation bingo card? We have a Tanner Mangum touchdown pass on there. We also have a BYU quarterback throws for 200 yards. Maybe he's the guy that does both, That's right? A, yeah. Yes, and do it in the first half and be up by more than 21. Or maybe I want BYU to be... Less than 21 now. (laughs) (laughs) Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we're joined on set by the West Coast Conference Women's Soccer Player of the Year, Michelle Murphy-Vasconcelos. Murph! BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live on a Friday in Studio B. If you happen to miss an episode of this show... Watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Just do it! Just do it, Nike. And we will be live tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern Time with Countdown to kick off our pregame show, the game live on BYU TV, BYU Southern Utah, and the postgame as well. If BYU wins, the Poinsettia Bowl will invite the Cougars. We'll have that coverage should BYU win tomorrow starting at 2 Eastern Time. Our Twitter question today, what square would you add to this year's BYU Sports Nation bingo card? At Away Coog says, bingo card. Detmer sends in Detmer. Oh, I bet we'll see a Coy Detmer appearance tomorrow. Detmer calling plays for Detmer. Yeah, how many snaps cool. will Bo Hodge and Coy Detmer what? Jr. get? Sorry, who's third string again? Mm. Bo Hodge. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. Bo okay. Hodge. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. Southern Utah, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> it's game day for football, but it is game day for fourth-ranked and fourth-seeded BYU women's soccer. Let's go. Which takes us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The last three West Coast Conference players of the year will take the field tonight for BYU. How about that? Three years ago, Ashley Hatch. Last year, Nadia Gomsch. And this year, and our next guest, Michelle Murphy Vasconcelos, the 2016 West Coast Conference Player of the Year. Congratulations, by the way, on that. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Well you. done. Yeah. Thanks. Very, nice. Very nicely done, Murph. I don't even need the blue goggles on to see like a dominant performance tonight. Oh, so. oh I forgot to mention, 95 career goals among the three of you. That's pretty awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's really awesome. What's it been like to play with that front three forwards? It's such an honor. Honestly, like, they have the speed, the skills, everything. And so playing with them, I feel like it's made me a better player. And it's just, like, you don't know where it's coming from because it's, like, such a lethal attack. Even, like, it's not just our forward line, but, I mean, since we're talking about them. They're, <laughs> Let's oh, talk Nadia about how Ashley. awesome we are. <laughs> our whole team, though, I'm like, everyone's so amazing. Like, it's just been a really fun year. Well, Coach Jen Rockwood said this is the most talented team that she has ever coached. Wow. That is quite the compliment. That is. What do you think about her saying something like that? I really like it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I feel like we need a like, it's easy to say that now we've had such a good conference season play, but it's like really going into the tournament. I think what will define us as the best team that's been at BYU because we've only made it to Elite Eight twice, so this is a big year for us with a lot of hopes. Absolutely, and uh, BYU plays UNLV tonight. We'll get into that matchup here in a second, but did you expect to win West Coast Conference Player of the Year? Did you think that was a possibility? Um, I guess I hadn't really thought about it. I was just thinking about the tournament, and so 
I didn't know. I mean, Taylor came up to me and was like, hey, congrats. And I was like, sweet, on what? <laughs> and I didn't even know she was defensive player of the year. So after I had to text her, I'm like, I didn't know that. Like, congrats to you too. So, <laughs> What do you get for being the player of the year? Um, do you get- I don't know. <laughs> a piece they of like, paper? They like email you a PDF you could print at home or something? I literally don't know. <laughs> we, I guess we'll find out. I want like a 90s uh, printer paper with the little holes in it. <laughs> and it's like player of the year and it's like cheesy outlines like yeah, that would see? be awesome that would be nice. a, a golden boot or something right maybe we'll make that for you yes i, <laughs> I think that's in the budget we we could probably work that we'll in. Just give nice you the, little... MPS, uh, the men's volleyball mpsf tournament championship. <laughs> congratulations okay <laughs> you've had quite the journey um with your acl injury kept you out a whole season so this mm-hmm. initially had you stayed healthy at byu this year was never supposed to happen, right? Yeah. So what does it mean to you to, in your extra year, if you will, win that award and have what Jen's calling, you know, the best season or be on the best team that she's ever coached? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, because I wasn't supposed to have this fifth year, it all comes at kind of a big shock and surprise. But I've been looking forward to this year since that day, I guess, that I tore my ACL. I knew that this fifth year would be special and I even anticipated that our team would be really good, too. Mm. Like, I just knew. I don't know. Yeah. I just knew the players that we had. And so it just – it's just such a special year. I think that's why I just have so much, like, hope for this team just because I know what we're capable of. And I just feel like we have this different kind of confidence this year going in that we haven't had in the past. Yeah, I, I can sense that, too, because tonight – the season's on the line, right? It's the NCAA tournament, which is very exciting. Uh, yet, I sense an added level of confidence. Uh, what do you expect out of the matchup with UNLV tonight? They're definitely going to be a really good team. We're not underestimating at all. You can't do that in the tournament. Um, so we're expecting like physical play, and I think they get a lot of shots off. So we're just planning on defense, kind of just being strong, like they always are. It's no surprise our defense is awesome. And just a physical matchup. It's always tough with like in-state rivals or close to in-state like UNLV. So, How motivated are you by the four seed? Because that has been an understandably overwhelming topic this week. You thought maybe you'd be a two seed and have some home games potentially, but you're a four seed, so you get one. How, how has that motivated this team? So it's always really special to play at Southfield, but we don't have control over it. And so... We're like, okay, what do we have control over? And that's, well, I guess winning. You don't necessarily have control, but just playing our best. And so it's definitely motivated. I feel like we want to come out every game and just kill. Like everyone's just battling hard and doing their job. And so it's been a huge push behind us. That's been our crew motto this whole year. So it's funny you say that. Just come out and kill. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, You've scored a goal in the last five games. What's gone right for you uh, recently? gotten really good balls from teammates I feel like a lot of them have been like a perfect setup that I just was in the right place at the right time um I feel like as a forward this year though I've been trying to put myself in better positions because I feel like a lot of years I'm like back behind so I'm like I need to get in the box and give my team a chance to score and I just have gotten really good balls too I feel like Nadia and Ashley have set me up really well we're taking partial credit for uh that five goal game streak because of the BYU Sports Nation karma so we're selfish selling (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of we need to give you some more for tonight's match against UNLV yes the karma being transferred to Michelle Murphy Vasconcelos right now via the Gregorian chants so Michelle (laughs) we thank you for coming on the game day thank you fantastic good luck tonight can't wait to watch play against UNLV
Me too. I'm excited for us. The best in the West Coast Conference, ladies and gentlemen. Just, just say the best in the West. The How best in yeah. the West. Coast Conference. Yes. You can see her tonight, and I'm calling it in South Carolina. <laughs> Coming up on BYU Sports Nation, we prepare you for a full weekend of BYU athletics and the Cougar Whip Around. BYU Sports Nation continues after this. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. It's game day tomorrow. BYU takes on Southern Utah. Wall to wall coverage live on BYU TV begins with countdown to kickoff at 2 Eastern time. Soccer. The fourth ranked and fourth seeded BYU women's soccer team hosting UNLV tonight, 9 Eastern. First round of the NCAA tournament live on BYU TV. Volleyball. 12th ranked women's team beat Gonzaga in four sets last night. Mary Lake had 28 digs. McKenna Miller, 20 kills. Cougars now tied for first place in the West Coast Conference. Senior day for the Cougars tomorrow, 3 Eastern against the Pilots. The men's team announced the signing of two players, pin hitter Charlie Siragusa and libero Zach Hendrickson. Jimmer! Fredette dropped 51 points earlier this morning, but last night in Shanghai uh, with Shanghai Sharks, he had three, nine three-pointers as well as 10 rebounds and 6 assists. Bacho Gilmore in the NFL. Last night, Dennis Pitt had 6 catches for 26 yards and a Ravens win against the Browns. Kyle Van Noy and the Patriots take on the Seahawks. The Chiefs with Daniel Sorensen face the Carolina Panthers and John Denny and the Dolphins take on the Chargers. We have a new Cougar in the NFL, Jerry. What? Cleveland Browns receiver Terrell Pryor is reportedly taking online classes through <laughs> BYU. Women's basketball. Michael Orr thinks that's awesome. The season openers tonight for the Cougars at Utah Valley, 9 Eastern time, live on BYU Radio. Men's basketball. Nick Emery mentioned in a CBS Sports article called Best of the Rest, the mid-major teams, players that'll put madness in March, saying he was immediately awesome last year. Cross country. The men and women's teams compete today in the NCAA Mountain Region Championships. The women start in four minutes in Logan, and the men are ranked third. They go at 2 Eastern time. Gymnastics. Four gymnasts have signed letters of intent with BYU. Three from Utah, Haley Pitu, Abby Miner, and Abby Beeston, and one from California, Melanie Lockhart. Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair. Zach Blair shot a 69 in the second round of the OHL Classic at Mayakovitz in Mexico. He now sits at three under and is tied for 33. A 69. That's awesome. Attaboy, Zach. Future guests, including... Tim Lacombe on Monday as part of our BYU basketball season preview show. Yeah! A look at ESPN's BPI, basketball basketball. power index, and ESPN's college football expert and analyst, Trevor Maddich. Cougars going to get bowl eligible against Southern Utah. And then we're going to have the basketball season start Monday. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so wonderful. Yes! Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Jerem? To all current and former members of the U.S. Armed Forces on Veterans Day, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. A sincere thank you to all of you. Our Twitter question today, what square would you add to this year's BYU Sports Nation bingo card? Bingo! 86WIKook says, Taysom Hill is 26 years old. Oh, it's BYU TV, so no, we're not mentioning that. Jerem, <laughs> I want you to read the elite tweet of the day. At YFangirl underscore JB. We could make a whole board. Solani Katake, Tre- Trevor Magnum, Tyson Hill, Johnny Linhan, and Blackout. <laughs> Boom. Hey, thanks to our guests, Ted Tolner, Tanner Magnum, and Michelle Boscontelos. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Download the podcast for Jeremiah Spencer. Shout out to Carl Banker. Join us at 2 Eastern for Facebook Live Q&A on the BYUSN Facebook page. See ya. Go soccer!